getting caught back up with. We are now live everywhere. So, hello everybody. It has been a very long time since I have been live, and um, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I got hit with COVID pretty hard, and um, the funny thing, it's not funny, but I really believe that the mental fight with COVID you get in your own head. Am I going to be okay? Am I not going to be able to breathe? Am I not going to be able to do this? Am I going to end up in the hospital? Am I going to die? It's a very um, scary thing when you get it, but thank God I'm fine. I'm over it. I still can't taste or smell for those who <laughs> don't know that, but I still can't taste or smell. Okay. So today our subject is smiling behind the crazy or faking it, however you want to call it. But it's really easy to get caught up with faking it and pretending you're better than you are or hiding the fact that um, you're having a hard time. And uh, I just want to let you know that you're not alone, that so many of us, uh, mostly nowadays with jobs and life stress and kids that drive us crazy, with all of that combined together, sometimes you smile even though you don't really feel that smile inside. Um, but just know that you're not alone, that I suffer with that personally. Um, I've had severe anxiety for more years than I'd care to share, but you know what? There's times where you can do just fine. I uh, recently traveled to Florida and I'm not going to lie. I've never had good luck traveling. I've had severe panic attacks. I have walked off of planes before, before they even took off. Um, so it was a serious scare I had. Um, so I was smiling, <laughs> smiling my way through. I was being over-prepared, had everything organized, making sure that nothing was going to surprise me. And then I got on the plane and I was still just you know, holding on. Uh, I was going to be able, I was going to be safe. I was going to, you know, make this flight. I wasn't going to let my fear take over. Um, and then you have the mask on and you're trying to breathe, which messes with your mind as well. And then you can't fake your smile because your smile is covered because it's something I get used to. Um, I get used to that smile thinking that, um, people don't know what I'm feeling inside because all they're seeing is that happy exterior. But when your smile is covered, how do you fake it? So um, I was on the plane, smizing, as they say, with my eyes, um, and just trying to, you know, be as calm as I possibly can, which I made it through. Shockingly, I didn't take any medication. I didn't take panic aid. I didn't take anything. I made this flight all by myself. Um, by the grace of God, uh, got there and I didn't miss appointments, meetings, nothing. And, and it was tough sometimes, but I smiled and faked my way through. And I think so many of us do that. I can't be the only one who smiles and pretends, but I know I have a lot of friends who've said, Cheryl, there's no way that you're anxious or that you have panic attacks. There's just no way you don't look it. You don't act like you do, but I'm telling you for 30 years, um, I've had some real serious issues with it. Um, I didn't travel for decades of my life. I didn't go out to dinner for decades of my life. I was scared to. I had so much anxiety and fear inside of me that I literally crippled myself into a very sad life where I wouldn't do anything 
Um, I wouldn't go anywhere, even holidays with family. I didn't make it because I was so scared to leave my four walls, uh, my safety, my home. And um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think we all feel safer at home, but you got to take that first step. You have to make yourself get up, walk out and do it. And that's what I did. I forced myself in a way, but it was, I was better for it. Like I forced myself to do it. But then once I got going and I was there, I was better, but <laughs> you had to keep reminding yourself. I had to keep reminding myself. You can do this, Cheryl. I talked to myself a lot in my head. <laughs> you can do this, Cheryl. You can get through this. Don't give up. Don't stop. You're here. You can make it through. You can eat that dinner. You can, you know, make it at work. Don't worry what other people say. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love you. Um, just know that when you're smiling to fake it, to make it through, you're not the only one. There's a ton of us that are faking and pretending that we're better than we are, that we're not terrified, that we're not afraid we're going to have that panic attack, that we're severely depressed and just praying to make it to the next day. There's so many things. There's so many things that get up in here that trap us and make us absolutely crazy in our own minds where we just can't stop the thoughts and we don't know what to do but you can get through it. And I'm proof you can get through it. I have had more years of regrets than I want to share. I have more years of missing family dinners, my niece's graduation. I should have been there, but I was so terrified to go. I didn't go. It was the fear of what if, and when you say what, what's the what if it would be the fear of that panic attack that would hit and Severe panic attacks are debilitating. You are lying on the ground in the fetal position, praying to not die. I'm not saying that you're going to die. I'm, and I'm not saying that you won't. I'm saying that in that moment when you're having that panic attack and you're in that fetal position and you are praying that you can breathe, that you'll stop throwing up if that's what happens with you, that the sweat that's dripping off your body in puddles on the floor, that you'll be able to get up, that you'll be able to speak, that you'll be able to do anything because it's all consuming. When that panic hits, it is all consuming. And let me tell you, it comes out of left field. There is no plan for panic attack, meaning like, oh, you know what? Uh, I think later tonight it's gonna happen. You don't know that. You don't know when it's gonna hit. What's the best way to be prepared? Well, first of all, I think having that smile makes a difference. I think that when you smile and even if you're pretending, if you smile, I really feel like it get, gets you in that positive state of mind. And at least people are going to be smiling back at you, which makes you feel better. Um, the next thing is, and I know you've heard it before, and trust me when I say I've heard it all my life and it used to piss me off when people to tell me, all you have to do is breathe. Um, there's something to this. There is something to just breathe that in through your nose, counting for five, holding it, breathing out for five. There's something to that guys. It does help calm you down. Does it work all the time? Sometimes that breathing you took too long and you're in a position where it's hard to catch your breath. It's hard to not go into that really bad panic attack. It's that time when that happens, 
when you've missed your window, so to speak, that's when you have to start talking to yourself and your head the right way. And what I mean by that is don't go further down into that pit. You have to grab yourself back and you have to tell yourself that you're going to make it. You're not going to die. You're going to be okay. God doesn't give you more than you can bear. Deep breaths. You're going to make it through. You can get to the other side of this panic attack. You've made it through before. It's hard to remember that when you're in the middle of it, but it's the truth. So keep reminding yourself, keep telling yourself in your head, you can get through that panic attack. You can get through that anxiety attack. You can get through that severe depression when you're literally in, in that same fetal position in bed, unable to get out of bed, not knowing if it was worth it. And, you know, I've heard people say it like this. It's not that you want to die, but you don't care if you live. It's a very vicious circle to be in when, when you're not sure what you feel like and you just don't know if it matters. Again, you're not alone with that, guys. So many of us fight that. So many of us go through that. So many of us wish that, you know, it would just go away. But it takes active work. It takes tons of counseling. My counselor is amazing. I love him dearly. Uh, I will put his information in the messaging after when I'm done being live. Um, I've done neurology where they zap your brain and teach it to think a different way. Um, I have a psychologist, Dr. J, who's amazing as well. You know, it takes a village <laughs> to sometimes get you out of your funk, if they, if, for lack of a better thing. Um, I have to just look back and I have to just tell you guys and, and encourage you that you can get past it, but it takes so much work on your part. It takes reminding yourself. It takes the breathing. It takes counseling. It's, it takes the dealing with the fear of why you don't want to leave the house. It takes the fear of when you are scared to go out to a dinner, go to a party, meet someone new, go to a lunch. Like I look at my calendar tomorrow and I'm like, I get anxious just even thinking about what I have to do and uh, what's expected of me and will I be able to do it? And um, I don't know if any of y'all feel the same way. I don't know if I'm the only one who, who fights these thoughts and these feelings in my head, but um, I just, my goal is one reason for doing these lives is one, sharing my truth, what anxiety and panic, depression, uh, fear feel like, how all consuming they are, how it can, make you less than what you are. It was hard for me to get out of my funk and um, get going to the next steps and what's ahead and uh, being excited about it and expecting good things when you expect nothing but the worst. When you're again, faking your crazy with a smile, hoping nobody sees the real you, what's behind, what's hiding. Um, it's not a fun place to be, but again, just keep moving forward. I always say that baby steps are still a step in the right direction. That little baby step to just say, you know what? I'm going to go live after weeks of being off months because of COVID first and uh, subsequently just didn't feel like me. I, I literally was really um, 
not myself. I didn't have any energy. I didn't feel good. Um, and then there's that mental battle of having it. Uh, but like I said, here I am and it's got to start again. I've got to be uh, the one making the difference. I have to be the one talking about this, how hard panic attacks are, how scared um, to get out of my car, to leave the house, to even make a phone call. Um, scared of success, scared of if something goes well, will I be able to handle it? Does that sound crazy or what? I mean, putting yourself back, not doing things that you should do because you're scared of the what happens if I make it? What happens if the good happens? What happens if something comes around the corner I wasn't expecting, but that it's a good thing? Or even if you were expecting it, can you handle it? Can you do it? Will you be enough? So, you know, I, um, my poor son, who's 25 now, um, really grew up me thinking I was pretending and smiling and faking my way through these panic attacks and how scared I was. And uh, now that he's older, we're able to have these great conversations and talk about um, what it was like for him and how he did know and how he did inherit that fear. Now he is so much better. And a lot of it's because we talk about it. Um, I encourage everyone to talk about it. I don't care if it's to your your kid, your parent, your friend, but talking about it with my son of what life was really like, what he saw and what it was really like were not the same thing, uh, but that he knew that something wasn't right, that, um, that I was fighting something and that I was scared and that being home was safer. Um, and he did pick up a lot of that, but now he's fabulous Every so often when that panic or fear sneaks in, he's ready for it and he knows what to do about it. And, you know, not being afraid of it hitting is powerful. That is a powerful, powerful thing to have because me knowing what it's like to get a panic attack and not fear getting that panic attack makes me not have them. And I know that's convoluted and might not make sense to many, but talking about it takes the fear away from it. And it gives me the power back to face what may happen, what may happen with that panic attack. So just know that talking about it is your most powerful tool in your tool belt to uh, not be fearful of it, to face it, to be prepared for it with your breathing, to be prepared for whatever may come because you're up here. You know, I have to pray. I have to listen to praise music and and loudly and envelop my spirit and my brain with it to be able to navigate sometimes what's coming ahead um everyone has their way of doing it everyone believes in different things i'm giving you what i do what has worked for me cheryl this is my story. This is how I've gotten past it. Yes, I have a product. Yes, I take my panic aid. And it was in that plane, in my hand, holding on for dear life, knowing that if I needed it, I had it. And that was going there and coming back. I took it both ways. Um, but just remember, you're not alone. You can get through it. And I'm sorry. I'm, I wanted to sit outside. It was so beautiful out. And it's a little breezy. So my wind chime, you may be hearing. But isn't that peaceful? Maybe. I don't know. My ADD, that's all I hear. But I'm sure you're not like me, right? You don't hear it? Anyhow, um, no, you're not alone, first of all. 
know that don't be scared of a panic or anxiety attack. Don't give it power. If you feel it coming, if you feel like you don't know what you're going to do, breathing is the first thing that you need to do. You need to breathe in five count through your nose. You hold it for five and then you breathe out for five. There is really something to that. I am not trying to belittle what you're going through because I used to feel that way when people tell me, well, just breathe. You'll be fine. You know what? It's not that easy. It's just really not that easy. But if you do it, it works. If you, you've got to have your mantra in your head, whatever your things you want to tell yourself. Like I said, I would always tell myself and I still do. You're not going to die. You will get through this to the other side. Don't give up. You're going to make it through. And I have to tell myself that over and over and over and over and over again. That's the only way I get through that panic attack because I literally think I'm going to die. 90% of the time when it's happening, I'm like, do I go to the hospital now? Do I wait till I wait till I'm almost, you know, not even barely living anymore. And that's when I go to the hospital. Do I look like a fool if I go to the hospital and it was just a panic attack? What do they say then? Um, you need to calm down, which I've heard before too. I think my favorite thing is when you have a panic attack and, um, I did go once to the hospital and that's why I'll never go again for something like this. When you get that panic attack and you go to the hospital and they look at you and they're like, um, your blood oxygen's fine. And, uh, you're just having a panic attack. There's nothing wrong with you. And first of all, that's great. All right. I'm going to live glory. Hallelujah. But um, there's something wrong with me because I'm having a panic attack and it is life altering, throw you on the ground. I don't know what I'm going to do if I have another one moment, but just know you're not alone. Go to the hospital. If you really have never had one and you really think you're going to die, go to the hospital. I am not a doctor by any means, but if it's a panic attack, you're not going to die from it, but you will feel like you're going to die from it. Um, so that was very embarrassing, but I made it through. And now I know how to handle that. And that's why I'm not scared anymore. Um, I missed a good 15 years of my life being scared of the panic attack. Uh, and I had to learn to stop and get myself together. And um, it was not easy. I've had slip ups, guys, but I hide behind the smile. Like I said, I will never let anyone know what's really going on in my head. I will pretend that life is fabulous, but it's not because that's true life, guys. Uh, you can't Photoshop what's going on in your in, inside your head. You can't Photoshop uh, depression or anxiety or fear or bipolar or whatever you may or may not have. You can't Photoshop it. You can't edit it and there's not a filter for it. All you can do is smile and be the best you that you can be and get through it and know that you're not alone because you're not alone you're not alone one in five suffer from anxiety guys one in seven have panic attacks now look at what we've been through these this last year this is an epidemic in itself so just know you're not alone we're all crazy in one way or another there is no such thing as normal because who the hell is normal what is our base of normal i i don't know a normal person I mean, I know people that I that portray themselves as normal, but they may not be. They may not be normal. I don't. I don't know. Um, but that's besides the point. Just know you're not alone. There's tons of crazy out there, all around us. Um, music 
huge help for me. I will listen to music blaring and it gets me through when I don't feel like I can get through. Um, I wish I could play music. Oh my God. I wish I could play music. I really think that would be so therapeutic, but, um, just so you know, I don't sing well either. People, um, people will like freak out if they, they hear me sing cause it's not bad. Uh, but you know what? It's okay. It's okay because it's who you are. And, um, no one has to like it. <laughs> uh, just keep going. Thank you guys for uh, joining me tonight. Uh, I'll be coming back every week again. Uh, we'll be talking about all different things. I'm going to have guests again. We're going to talk about um, everything from a true panic attack, anxiety in our kids, um, how they're getting anxious, how kids are having panic attacks at school. They don't know how to deal with this, guys. They don't. And if we don't talk about it with our kids, trust me, it's going to make it worse. We've got to drop the mask. We've got to drop the fake with our kids, with our family, with our friends that may need help from us. Thank you. I will see y'all next week. Any questions, comments, anything, send them to me. I will answer. I will help you in any way that I can because we got to do this together. That's the best way we can do it, right? <laughs> Anyhow, thank you guys. Much love, peace, love, and prayers. I'll see y'all next week. Ah. Okay, I'm still...